you like to better understand the Bible? How can you grow as a Christian and find personal peace? What happens at the second coming of Jesus? What is the relevance of Bible prophecy today? How do you identify a cult? What happens when you die? Here is your opportunity to find answers to these and many other questions by exploring 30 not only relevant, but life-changing topics that await your discovery. Welcome to Search for Certainty. I'm glad you could join us. I'm your host, Gail Fong, and with me in the studio today is Hannah Nakagawa. Welcome, Hannah. Thank you, Gail. Our study today is entitled Growing as a Christian, Practical Christianity in Today's World. The more we know Jesus, the more we long to be like him. As we understand Jesus' kindness, his tender compassion, his gracious forgiveness, and his steadfast loyalty to the Father's will, our own hearts are drawn to the one we most admire. The Christian life involves both coming to Jesus and growing in Jesus. It involves forgiveness and restoration. Jesus longs to forgive our sins, removing the guilt and condemnation of the past. His acceptance, forgiveness and love help us to grow in him. He desires to rebuild our lives. In this lesson today, we will learn God's way of making us whole again. Before we begin, Hannah, would you open us with prayer? Sure. Heavenly Father, thank you so much, Lord, for bringing us here. And um, you have given us so many promises in our Bible. Father, as we learn and um, search your words today, uh, please pour your Holy Spirit upon us. And Father, I pray that we may um, come to know you more and more and be like you. Pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, our first question today, Hannah, says, what promise does God give to his people? So we go to the book of Hebrews in the New Testament, Hebrews chapter 8 and verse 10. It says, for this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, says the Lord. I will put my laws in their mind and write them on their hearts, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. I will put my laws in their mind mm. and write them on their hearts. Wow. God promises to do something for us that we cannot do for ourselves. Mm. That I will give you a new heart. Yes, I certainly can't do that myself. God promises to work miracles inside of us. Mm. Well, how can our faith increase? Maybe you're wondering, how can I increase my faith? Mm. What does the Bible say in Romans 10 and verse 17? It says, so then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Very simple. Hearing the word of God increases our faith. So go to the word. Mm. Read the word. Study the word. And our faith will grow in the one who is, in, who is the center of the gospel. 
who the Word is all about, Mm. Jesus Christ. What does God's amazing Bible promises accomplish in our lives? We go to 2 Peter chapter 1, verses 3 and 4. As his divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us by glory and virtue, by which have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises, that through these you may be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. Well, Hannah, that we may become partakers of, of the divine nature. Wow. So inwardly, we are, our character is growing yes. more and more. Like Jesus. Like Jesus. Mm. That is a miracle <laughs> that we cannot change us. We cannot do that changing us. But through the promises, we may be changed. We can be partake of his character and we'll be changed like him. Amen. So we need to know God's promises. Yes, that's right. And claim them and mm. believe them. Why are some people not benefit, benefited when they study the Bible? Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 2. And Hebrews is in the New Testament. Yes. It says, um, Hebrews 4 verse 2, For indeed the gospel was preached to us as well as to them, but the word which they heard did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in those who heard it. Mm, so it was not mixed with faith. Be- even though they heard the promises, they didn't believe in it. Wow. For a person to receive benefit from reading the Bible... Hannah, as you have brought out, it must be personally applied by faith. Mm. Place yourself in every story. Believe that God will accomplish miraculous changes in your life as you read his word, because mm. God is faithful. Yes, amen. Well, what is the essence of eternal life? What did Jesus say in John 17 and verse 3? says, and this is eternal life that they may know you, the only true God and Jesus Christ whom you have sent. Mm. Eternal life is to know God, um, true God. Amen. And we'll only know God through the word. Yes. When we know Jesus, what is the longing of our hearts? Staying in the Gospel of John, John chapter 8 and verse 29. It says, And he who sent me is with me. The Father has not left me alone, for I always do those things that pleases him. Wow. He had this um, one desire, longing and principle that he do things to please God. Amen. And Hannah, you also read Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 7. Sure. It says, Then I said, Behold, I have come in the volume of the book it is written of me to do your will, O God. Jesus came to do God's will. Wow. We long to do his will 
Faith is not believing that God will do whatever we want. Mm. It is seeking what the Father wants, as Jesus did in Gethsemane, as Jesus did throughout his whole life, Mm. as you read in that verse, came to do his Father's will. Well, what hinders our growth in Christ and a close relationship with him? Mm. Isaiah in the Old Testament, chapter 59, verses 1 and 2. Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened that it cannot save, nor his ear heavy that it cannot hear. But your iniquities have separated you from your God, and your sins have hidden his face from you, so that he will not hear. So according to that verse, our sins, our iniquities, is what hinders our growth in Christ. That's right. It's not God's problem because it says that his hand is not short and I can't save. He's able to save us and help us, but our um, iniquity, our sin separate us from him. Known sin is an obstacle in a full relationship with Jesus. When we continually turn our backs on him, we cannot fully see his face. And the Holy Spirit will be speaking to our hearts and minds. Our conscience will be niggled as we hold on to sin mm. because God would, is longing for us to give it to yes. him. Well, who is the originator of all our temptations? Mm. Matthew chapter 4 and verse 1. Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. It says devil. The devil. Mm. Well, where did this devil come from? John 8 verse 44. We had a whole study on uh, where he came from earlier in this, in this series. But let's read John eight forty-four. It says, you are of your father, the devil, and the desire of your father you want to do. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he speaks a lie, he speaks from his own resources, for he is a liar and the father of it. Mm. The devil is called a liar. He is the father of lie. Yes. So what assurance does Jesus give us when we face temptation? 1 Corinthians 10.13 No temptation has overtaken you except such as is common to men. But God is faithful, who will not allow you to be tempted, tempted beyond what you're able. But with a temptation will also make the way of escape that you may be able to bear it. That's a powerful promise, Hannah, that when we're facing temptation, that God will honor this promise as we claim this promise. Mm. As we are faithful to him, he will be faithful to us. Amen. He will provide a way of escape. Mm. And so often when you're going through crucibles, and trials, you think, I don't think I can take any more. Mm. And then just when you're at your very end, then there's a change. Something happens yes. that there is a way opened up and you can see God's hand. Mm. 
God, God is merciful and he, gracious. He's. Mm. Well, since Jesus met all the temptations of Satan on our behalf, what does he invite us to do in the book of Hebrews in the New Testament? Hebrews chapter 4, verses 14 to 16. Seeing then that we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession. For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but was in all point tempted as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. So it's a very powerful weapon, prayer. Mm, that's right. And this is uh, very comforting as well, that the high priest that we have, he is not the high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses. Even though God is so high, he's the king of the universe, but because Jesus went through all the temptation without sin, yeah, he understands our weaknesses and um, struggle and temptation. That's, that's a wonderful thought. Mm. And he invites us to follow his example. Yes. We can, our, our weapon is prayer, mm. just as Jesus Amen. used that weapon of prayer. Uh, in this battle with sin and self and temptation. Well, where does our confidence to grow as Christians come from? The book of 1 John in the New Testament, chapter 5, verse 14 and 15. Now this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we have asked of him. What a wonderful promise, Hannah. Mm. If we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. Amen. And if you know that he hears you, you know that what we have asked of him, that he is answering our prayer according to his will yes. and purpose yes. for our good. What about also Philippians chapter 1 and verse 6? Being confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. What a powerful promise. Amen. It is not um, I who has begun the good work. It is he, God, who has begun the good work in you will complete it. So if he started, he would complete it. Yeah, he will work in, in us. It's an amazing verse to mm -hmm. discover in the scripture. Hannah, you were saying before we uh, began this study that this verse was very special to you. That's right. This is the um, promise that I often claim because um, we we do face, you know, struggle, temptation, um, and sometimes we may be disappointed to ourselves, but we can remember this promise that he has started good work. He will complete until the end. Amen. And you can definitely be confident about that. Yes, amen. Because God never fails. Amen. Well, our Lord promises to provide us with the power for Christian living. We can have absolute confidence that when we ask for his power and his spirit 
to do his will, he will gladly give us what we long for. Hannah, would you also read for us from the Gospel, Luke chapter 11 and verse 13. Says, if you then, being evil, know how to give good gift to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him? Well, I am a parent, <laughs> and I do know that when um, my girls are have grown up now, but whatever they needed. There is no way that a parent would want to withhold that from them. That's right. And even when they asked for things that perhaps, well, they may not have needed, may not have been an absolute need, mm. something that they would like, mm. if, it is of, if it is of benefit to them, mm. you would, nat- a natural parent, you'd naturally want, want to, to do keep. your best mm. to, to give them that joy and pleasure. Yes. And I can't, and so parental love, and then when you think of God's love, it mm. just far exceeds parental love. Mm. And when we ask of Him, how would He not return to us all those things that would bless our lives? That's right. It's just an impossibility mm. that He would not. That's true. Because He did not come mm. and die and rise again, mm. rescue us from the power of sin yes. and from sin itself. Mm. To leave us mm. and not answer our requests in this spiritual battle. That's true. And, um, you know, it is God's will that we may be filled with the Holy Spirit as well. And if we ask God, He's more than ready to give us. He's um, so um, very happy to give us. And yeah, but oftentimes we don't ask enough. And I think that's something that we should be reminded of. We should ask and then we will receive. Amen. We need to keep asking every day. Yes. Amen. Well, where do we find strength for Christian living? We've got a few verses here to look up. And first one is Mark chapter 1 and verse 35. Mark chapter 1 verse 35. Sure. It says, Now in the morning, having risen a long while before daylight, he went out and departed to the solitary place, and there he prayed. So strength comes through prayer. prayer. Mm, and he, make it early. Yeah, that's right. He went, He was alone. Yeah, I think there's power in uh, group prayer, but also we do need this personal quiet time, quality time with God as well. Amen. So we can hear God's voice speaking to mm. our hearts and minds. Amen. What about Matthew chapter 7 and verse 7, Hannah? Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be open to you. We need to ask. Yes. And the promise is it will be given to you. Mm. If it is for our benefit, if it is for our good, if it's according to God's will, if it will bless our lives, yeah. no good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. Amen. What about Jeremiah chapter 29 and verse 13? And you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. Amen. That's a wonderful verse. Mm. That's right. If we seek him, we will find him, but we need to search him with all our heart. I, I don't know if you've ever played that um, 
hide and seek when you were growing up. Yes, I did. And uh, you have a lot of fun with that game. Mm. And you get so involved with it. And, of course, you don't want to be found. (laughs) But here, God says he wants to be found. But to be found, you have to seek me and find me. You will search for me with all your heart. When you do that, you will definitely find me. Amen. Well, we discover strength for Christian living by seeking God in prayer. Prayer opens our hearts to God to receive his strength. Now, when we cry out to God in our times of deepest need, what promise does he give us? Philippians 4.19 It says, And my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. He will supply all our needs according to his riches. And he owns the world, really. It belongs to him. That's right. And he owns the universe. He created it. So that's a powerful promise Mm. that our needs can be supplied because God is faithful. That's right. And he owns everything. Mm. If we feel we are too weak or the struggle is too great, what encouraging promise is ours, Hannah, in Philippians 4.13? I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me. Wow. I'm really glad that it didn't finish with I can do all things. <laughs> um, but it says through Christ who strengthened me. Amen. So he empowers us to keep holding on. Amen. Because he held on. So the victories he gained, he can give us victory. Yes. Because he's been through it on our behalf. Mm. Amen. What a wonderful God, a wonderful Savior, a wonderful promise. Now that one is not actually, it's it's really wonderful to put in memory some of these wonderful Bible mm. promises. Mm. They play back in our minds. That's and, right. And help us in our times of struggles. Mm, The Holy Spirit will remind us, lead us. Amen. Well, what did the author of Hebrews counsel some believers who hesitated attending church in Hebrews 10, 24 and 25? And let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works, not forsaken the assembling of ourselves together, as is the manner of some, but exhorting one another, and so much that more as you see today approaching. We need friends and family to encourage and exhort one another as well. Amen. We grow as Christians as we pray, as we study God's word together, as we fellowship Mm. with other believers and share our faith. In the book of Acts, Hannah, believers met together to study God's word and to fellowship. Mm. If you'd read for us Acts chapter 2 and verse 42, 46 and 47. It says, And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship in the breaking of bread and in prayer. Verse um, 46. So continuing daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house, they ate their food with gladness and simplicity of heart, 
praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily those who were being saved. So they were truly enjoying mm. that studying the word and that fellowship yes. and that sharing their faith and strengthening one another. Yes, I'm glad they are also eating together. And eating together. <laughs> Breaking bread. Food is very important, yes. isn't it? Yes, And fellowship lunches, um, mm. sharing together is, is, is a wonderful way of um, showing true Christian hospitality. Amen. Well, what will God's love accomplish in us before Jesus comes? First John 3, 1 to 3. Behold, what manner of love the Father has bestowed on us, that we should be called children of God. Therefore, the world does not know us, because it did not know him. Beloved, now we are children of God, and it has not yet been revealed what we shall be. But we know that when he is revealed, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. Verse 3, And everyone who has this hope in him purifies himself just as he is pure. Some wonderful promises there. We shall be called the children of God, Hannah. We should be like him. Mm. And that purifying process that's happening in our hearts and minds through the working of the Holy Spirit as we come into harmony with Jesus. Amen. Well, I like that. I, I like that thought. And God blesses us with a family on earth. Mm. Maybe we're just one in the family. Mm. Maybe we're two. Maybe mm. we've got a big family. But when you become part of the family of God, you have a family wherever you go. Amen. It's a spiritual family. That's right. And um, there's always someone there to pray with and mm. someone who will look out for you. That's right. Who does Jesus declare himself to be? Hebrews 12, 1 and 2. Hebrews 12. One and two. It says, Therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and sin which so easily ensnares us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Amen. Jesus declares that he is the author and finisher of our faith. What a promise. We may stumble, but he will never let us go. We may falter, but he will remain steadfast. As we continue trusting, believing, praying and fellowshipping with God in his word, we will continue to grow in Christ as we share his love with others and witness to our family and friends, our own faith will increase. Amen. Well, we've looked at some beautiful promises today, Hannah. Mm. And to grow as a Christian, as we believe in God's word, we believe that God will never allow us to be tempted above what we're able to bear. Mm. That was a wonderful promise Amen. from Corinthians. And we believe that God has provided strength for every trial in Philippians 4.13. 
we've also looked at my God has made provision for every need. Mm. In Philippians 4.19, my God will supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Now, Hannah, we could look up 1 John 1.9 because God also has provided forgiveness. Would you read that verse for us? Sure. It says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. All unrighteousness, not some of them, not part of them, all unrighteousness. He can cleanse us, but we need to confess that sin. But if we do, he will. Amen. So that's a powerful promise Mm. that we can hold on to and claim that, yes, he will forgive our every sin that is confessed. Amen. Now, God has an answer for every prayer. I think we had a look at that as well. In Matthew 7, verse 7, Mm. Ask and ye shall receive. Seek and you shall find. Knock and the door shall be opened to you. Mm. Well, God has a solution for every difficulty because in Hebrews 4, we find that he's our great high priest and we can come boldly to his throne room of grace in prayer and find strength to help in our time of need. Now, Hannah, God also has comfort for every sorrow. Would you read 2 Corinthians for us, chapter 1, verses 3 to 7? Yes. Blessed be the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our tribulation, that we may be able to comfort those who are in any trouble with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. For as the suffering of Christ abounding in us, so our consolation also abounding through Christ. Now if we are afflicted, it is for your consolation and salvation, which is effective for enduring the same suffering which we also suffer. Or if we are comforted, it is for your consolation and salvation. And our hope for you is steadfast, because we know that as you are partaker of the suffering, so also you will partake of the consolation. Mm. Praise the Lord. It's a wonderful comfort to know that God is our comforter. Mm. I know today uh, in Queensland, my parents and my sister are attending a funeral of a lady that um, I knew as a, a girl growing up. And yes, she lived a full life, but She's resting now in Jesus, Mm. and there's comfort in knowing that and knowing that God will awaken her in his likeness. And for her family, the comfort of God's word is very precious when uh, you lose a loved one. Mm. But to know that God is faithful and he keeps his promises, Mm. and as we hide these promises in our heart, it brings us much peace and comfort as we journey through Mm. life. Amen. We're never alone. Mm. He certainly is our source of strength in every trial. Amen. And he will not fail us. Well, I'd like to make a decision on what I've been looking at today in God's Word and I hope you that are listening would also consider this as Hannah and I have been considering it today. I long to be like you, O Lord, 
daily I will seek you in prayer and through the study of your word. As you open doors, I will share your love with others. I praise you that you are both the author and finisher of my faith. I pray that will be your experience as you listen today. And I'd just like to close this study with prayer. Our loving Heavenly Father, you who care for us, you care for the birds of the air, you know when they fall, you know, Lord, what we're going to say before we speak. You understand us. You have suffered and trodden the path of this life and you have endured and you have gone to Calvary on our behalf. But now you're ministering in the heavenly sanctuary. You are our high priest. You are our savior. You are our redeemer. You are our God. You are the author and finisher of our faith. And today as we claim your promises, as we've dug deeper into your word, we pray, Lord, that you will help us to put your promises into our mind and heart and that you will bring them to our thoughts when we're facing difficulties, when we're facing sorrows, when we need strength, when we're struggling, Lord, with the challenges of this life. We thank you not only for the way that you bless us, but also the way you forgive us. And thank you, Lord, that as we make our confession to you of every sin, that you will cleanse us, you will forgive us, and that you will make us whole in Christ. So today, Lord, bless our listeners. Lord, guide them, guide each one of us into a deeper understanding of who you are, our wonderful Lord and Saviour, our coming King. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you for joining us today. And may God bless you and go in peace. questions or comments about any of the programs you've heard, you can call 3ABN Australia Radio within Australia on 02 4973 3456 or from outside of Australia on country code 612 4973 3456. Our email address is radio at 3abnaustralia.org.au. That is radio at the number 3 ABN Australia, all one word, dot org dot au. Our postal address is 3ABN Australia Inc, PO Box 752, Morissette, New South Wales 2264, Australia. Thank you for your prayers and financial support. Through it all.
trust in Jesus. Learn to trust in God through it all, through it all. I've learned to depend upon His Word. I've had many tears and sorrows. I've had questions for tomorrow.
was Through It All by Marlita Fong, also featuring Jana Lombard and Benjamin Mills. And coming up next, the Hamilton family will sing You Are Always Good. Though my eyes can
This is the Clark family with Oh, Praise the Name. I cast my mind to Calvary, where Jesus bled and died for me. I see his wounds, his hands, his feet, my Savior on that cursed tree. Oh 
to healthy living around the world. I'm on site at Hergelia Lifestyle Center in Romania, and my guest today is George Mera. Oh, thank you for having me here. No worries, thank you for being on the program. So, can you share with me where you are from to start with? Um, I am from Ecuador, South America. Okay, South America, and now you're here in Romania. That's right. How did you get all the way here? Well, I will try to make the long story short. Okay. Um, I was raised up in the city all my life. I lived in Ecuador and in the States. I will uh, go back and forth because of my parents' job. And, uh, well, eventually we decided to buy a farm and go live to the countryside, trying to follow God's advice for our lives. And in that time, I had two goals in my head. Mm-hmm. One was to start building my house, thinking about the future. Yes. Or the other one was to go to a mission school to ah. get more training so I can use in the mission work. That's the main reason why we moved to the countryside. Mm-hmm. And Well, I was praying about it for many months, maybe five, six months, and I felt like I had no answer. So uh, I decided, well, maybe I should start building the house. So... With my dad, we were checking the materials, and when I was about to buy the things to start building, mm-hmm. I received a call from a girl that I didn't know, and she told me about Hergelia. Oh! And until that point, I've never heard about Hergelia, and okay. well, from then on, God like, worked in many ways, and it was clear that that was his uh, answer to my prayer, uh-huh. and God opened the doors, and now I'm here for almost a year. Wow! So what have you been doing here? Uh, we tried to receive trainings that helps us to develop in all areas, both mm-hmm. physically, spiritually, and mentally. And mm-hmm. among the classes we receive, it's, uh, for example, we get nutrition courses. We get uh, how to make healthy cooking. Okay, yeah. So among the other things, uh, among the other classes we receive and courses, we also get uh, physiology and we also get uh, theoretical training in massage and and uh, hydrotherapy, and then we also get the practical part. We get to practice here in the sanitarium next to ah, school. Ah, good, okay. Mm-hmm. And we get after, well, once we finish the course, we actually get to work with uh, patients. Ah. And uh, we also get agriculture classes, both good. the theory part and also the practical, how to grow our own food and in mm. an organic and a more healthy way. And how to yeah get Bible courses and also we have different spirit prophecies short courses and Daniel okay. and Revelation and wow so it's quite a variety of all sorts of different things um, topics that you're learning about here yes it's um, we get many different uh, subjects and one way or the other they're all connected in the mission work so it's yes nice. okay so very useful things that you're yes. learning yeah wow okay good so obviously this place is a 
a lifestyle center. So it's um, helping people change their lifestyle. Um, it's sort of natural for people who are here to have some appreciation already for a living a healthy lifestyle. So what I'm wondering is how did you come to appreciate healthy living principles in your life personally? Well, uh, I was not born Adventist. Uh, okay. Therefore, when I was born, I like most people, everything, um, mm. all sorts of meat and everything that moves will be part of <laughs> our food. But then yes. um, maybe about eight years, well, my parents got baptized. Well, I'm 22. My parents got baptized when uh, maybe 18 years ago. So since I was little, okay. I, we were starting to learn the message, but we were not uh, vegetarians or vegans. We ate still a normal diet. Yes. Like most of, like, let's say the world. But then eventually, we, little by little, we started making changes. And maybe the past eight, six years, we don't uh, eat any animal products anymore. And we've definitely uh, saw the change in our lives, not only physically, but also in the spiritual Oh, wow. Aside. And I really do think it's a big connection between our physical health and our spiritual health. Yeah. So what kind of things have you noticed in terms of how the, the physical side has impacted your spiritual life? I think when we have a more healthy lifestyle, our mind can appreciate God's word uh, in a bigger way. Our mind is more sharp and we can really, uh, of course, we can understand fully everything that God has for us, but mm. we can definitely get a bigger picture. Yes, yes. Wow, so you've noticed an impact in that area as well. Did you notice any um, changes, like benefits in your physical health when you made those changes? Well, yeah, I would say, uh, well, most people now have different like cardiovascular diseases and, yes. and chronic diseases that are like, so for some people it's like you must have them at some point of your life. Mm. Mm. But we can see with this that it's really the result of our bad, uh, our bad lifestyle and bad habits that we have. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we can definitely see the difference between our health and my health in comparison to, let, let's say, the average person. Yeah, right. And we yes. can be of a better testimony for them, both when we present the health message and also eventually the gospel. Yes, yes. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, you can see how that's... Um... It's all about prevention, isn't it? Yes. Prevention through correct lifestyle habits, isn't it? Mm. So what would you say then is your favorite lifestyle practice habit that you have that you apply in your life? I know there are many different ones, but yeah. is there any that you particularly enjoy? Well, I like eating a lot. So <laughs> I think I like, all like, eating. <laughs> I like eating. What kind of things do you like eating? <laughs> I like eating delicious and nutritious food. Uh, yes. I come from a tropical place, so I eat a lot of fruits. Okay. But mm -hmm. uh, the one I, I like the most is the physical like exercise. Oh, you like that? Okay. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm a farmer, so it's part of my work. Ah, that's handy. So <laughs> it's something that re really makes me feel more useful. And yes, I would say maybe that, the physical exercise. So you use your physical exercise to do your work which then you grow your food with your good food and then you eat it and it's a nice cycle for oh, yes. you it's a nice cycle yes <laughs> uh, uh, here the students they always uh well not make fun of me but always like make jokes because i grow bananas okay and um, i can eat every morning 12 15 bananas oh no really problem. you love bananas but because of the physical work it compensates and yes yes you're fine with a that. nice experience mm -hmm. so you eat lots of fruits what else do you like to eat well, it's part of our culture. We eat a lot of rice. Yes. So mm -hmm. maybe too much carbohydrates, but, <laughs> but 
But yeah, we had a lot of rice, pasta, and potatoes, uh-huh. things like that. Uh-huh. But definitely, I would say the fruits and the cereals are what I enjoy the most. Okay, yeah. yeah. And they're, they're plant foods that you're, you're mentioning, aren't they? Yes. Yes. I think you said earlier that you used to eat meat. You don't eat that anymore, is that no. correct? Yeah, that's no right. More? What that's about right. any animal products like milk or... Uh, well, in eggs. the home, we don't buy them for maybe the past eight years. But, oh, wow. Uh, from time to time, I will eat them outside of the home. Okay, yeah. yes. But you, you mainly focus on the, the plant yeah. foods. Yeah, very good. And you've experienced the benefits in your life in many ways by the oh, sounds yeah. of things. So if you were to talk to someone who has been maybe thinking about making changes in their life and their lifestyle and they're thinking about adopting some healthy, a healthy lifestyle, um, habits or something like that, making changes. What what would you say to them? What what words of maybe wisdom or advice from your experience that you have had would you recommend to them in order to help their experience be successful? Well, I guess uh, it depends all, like a lot on the person. Many people have like uh, preconceived ideas on mm-hmm. making lifestyle changes, and especially when diet, they will think like the food will become less like I don't know tasty or. Okay. Less yes. appetizing. Yes. So I guess it depends on the person, but the, I will say the general idea is that they should try it. There's mm. the good thing. You have nothing to lose. Yes. It's, it's just benefits. Mm-hmm. So I will say that's probably the my, nicest way to present it is that you have nothing to lose, but just gain. Yes. So it's a win or win situation that... If, if they try and, yeah. and go forward in that direction, they will, they're almost guaranteed to have benefits. Yes, Is that yes. right? Yes, yes. Wow, that's really encouraging for people. <laughs> they're trying to consider what, you know, reasons to move forward in that direction. That's really, really encouraging. Well, thank you so much for sharing with us your experience. It's always encouraging to hear how people are um, adopting healthy lifestyles, living them out, and also sharing with others. I would like to thank you for for sharing all of this with us today. Oh, thank you. Thank you for your time. No problem. Um, Our guest today has been George Mera. Uh, He's a student here at um, Hercalia Lifestyle Center in Romania. And um, we have been recording on site here. And uh, I'm your host, Casey Butler. And thank you so much for listening to Healthy Living Around the World. God bless. You've been listening to a production of 3ABN Australia Radio.